That's the rule. Church with a warm heart, good morning. Great to have you on this beautiful Sunday morning. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your warm heart pastors here. Welcome to all of you. If this is your first time here, we are blessed to have you with us, and we pray that you find a blessing in today's service. If you're joining us online, hello, wherever you may be worshiping with us today, we pray that uh, whether it's whether it's a, a a song, whether it's a word, whether it's just being in the presence of God, we pray that you also find a blessing in today's service. Today is Palm Sunday, and I hope that most of you uh, picked up a palm on the way in. Uh, if you did not, there's still time. Uh, during the meet and greet time, feel free and grab one. Also, during our meet and greet time, uh, the kids will go out into the lobby area if they haven't already, and they will kind of get lined up for a palm parade for our opening song. That's when we'll have our, our palm parade today. Um, sign in. Let us know you're here. Every pew, every row has a, has a little booklet that uh, you can fill out. Let us know that you are present with us today. You could pass it on down the row and uh, let let uh, the people next to you know what your names are. Uh, that's, a, that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, Pastor Jen is preaching today. Uh, praise God. Uh, <laughs> 
So the deal is this. On Tuesday afternoon, we picked up our, our kids. We got, we, got, uh, we got some kids. Uh, we picked up our kids from school. Uh, surprise, pick them up. And we took them to the airport. And they didn't know they were going to the airport. And they didn't know they were going to Disneyland for a couple of days. And, oh, so it's... <laughs> 24 hours ago, I was in 70-degree weather. Uh, I was on Splash Mountain about this time. Uh, Splash Mountain lives up to its name. I'll just let you know. That's, that's true. Uh, but we got back about 2 o'clock in the morning, and we're just happy that Pastor Jen is giving today's message that it's coherent today. Uh, today's a communion Sunday as well. Uh, it's first Sunday of the month in our tradition. We have communion. Uh, we'll have that later on in the service. If you're joining us online, feel free and grab your elements for later on in the service, and we'll just bless them through the through the internet here. Uh, we'll make that happen. Brandy is our worship leader today, and Brandy might have a few announcements for us today. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. It's good to see all your smiles and Praise the Lord. What a week we um, have here at the Church of the Warm Heart. There is a whole Holy Week lined up for us. We have a blood drive tomorrow in the Family Life Center. Ask Lisa if there are any other spaces available um, for you to help save a life. Uh, On Thursday, join us for a special Taze service. On Monday, Thursday, Taze is a reflective service based on the practices, and we will celebrate communion that evening. The service is at 7 p.m. If you're wondering how you'll find time for supper that evening, don't worry. We also have an all-church potluck that evening at 6. We Methodists like to share food and eat, (laughs) so bring your favorite dish at 6 and stay for the Taze service at 7 Uh, That leads us to Good Friday. Our choir has been preparing a cantata that helps us lead us to the cross. That service is at 7 p.m. this Friday. Uh, Saturday morning is our annual Easter egg hunt. Like last year, it will be indoors throughout our buildings. Join us in the Family Life Center at 9.30 for the egg hunt. Uh, Word of warning, the egg hunt is at 9.30 If you show up at 9.45, all the eggs will probably be gone. So (laughs) uh, make sure to show up early. Uh, Next Sunday is Easter. We will have our our normal worship time is at 9.30 and 11.15. We will not, however, have our usual coffee hour in between services. Enjoy time with families. And if you worry about um, parking um, for the 9.30 hour, you can join us for the later service at 11.15. That's it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, for the egg hunt, we have really good egg finders here, although we were cleaning up for, we, we were getting ready for Christmas last year, and we did find an egg here in the sanctuary. <laughs> that, the, the candy was still good. The candy was still good, I, I've, been, I've been told. <laughs> Let us take a moment. Let's greet those around us in Christian love. And if you're a kid getting involved in the Palm Parade, join us in the lobby.
kids. Wasn't that fun? Do you know why we have the Palm Parade? Palm Parade is a form of parade. Have you guys ever been to a different kind of parade? Like, I don't know. Sometimes there's different holidays where you go and there's different floats like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Have you ever seen that? where a lot of people get together and they, they do a procession through the city. I have been to parades before. I have actually been in parades before. I've also been hit in the head with candy <laughs> during parades before. I don't know about you, but I love a parade. And that's why I chose to be part of the Palm Parade this morning. That and I wanted to see your lovely faces. 
So the reason why we have a palm parade is because there is a story in the Bible, and it's about Jesus arriving in Jerusalem. It's a triumphal, that means a joyous, excited party occasion, which Jesus enters. And people were so excited to see Jesus that they took palms and they waved them in the air. And when they did that, that represented their love for Jesus. And so today we kind of, we do that again to remember that love and to also proclaim our love for Jesus as well. So today, I want to thank you for being part of that tradition. Let us pray together. Gracious God, I just want to thank you for these little ones and for your gift of your son, Jesus. Thank you for this opportunity to come together and just celebrate him in a big party. So today, Lord, I just ask blessings for these little ones, and may they continue to grow in their faith and to grow in you. In your son, Jesus' name, amen. Por la via dolorosa, triste. 
estudia en Jerusalén. Los soldados lo abrían paso a Jesús. Mas la gente se acercaba para ver a que llevaba aquella cruz. Por la vía dolorosa que es la vía del dolor, como vio vino Cristo Rey Señor, y fue él quien quiso ir por su amor, por ti. Por la vía dolorosa al Calvario y a morir. The blood that would cleanse the souls of all men made its way to the heart. Our moment of prayer this morning. Uh, our tradition is to have a moment of silent prayer, although that silent prayer could be loud prayer as well if you have a prayer on your heart you'd like to share. Uh, feel free and keep it in your heart. Feel free and sh- uh, share it with a whisper. Feel, feel free and sh- share it to the rafters. It's, it's a moment of prayer for you, followed by a pastoral prayer and then the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer will be on the screen uh, if you don't know the words. What are the prayers of our church family this morning?
Heavenly Father, what a joy it is to celebrate Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem. The disciples gathered the colt for him to ride. The people shouted, Hosanna. They waved their palm branches and, and placed their cloaks in the path of the colt. Even when some were cautious, Jesus reminded them that even, even the stones would sing out. For triumph was truly coming to the holy city. Triumph in a way that they, that they couldn't imagine. So we this day wave our palms and we sing and we shout, Hosanna. Lord God, we want, we want Jesus to ride into all the places where there is tension, where there is anger. We want Jesus to heal the hurts and establish his reign of peace forever. Lord, between the political storms this week to the actual tornado storms, we have much to pray about. But in this moment, help us, help us to put aside those worries for this hour and just, just enjoy the parade. We need to shout with joy and let the, let the shouts ring in our hearts. So Lord, today bring us hope where we have allowed fear and confusion to reign. Bring us healing where we have, where we have been wounded or where we have wounded others with our thoughts or words or deeds. And Lord God, bring us peace where we have been bombarded by anger, alienation. Lord, we give thanks for this place, a place where we belong. So bring us with you into this holy city, not made with human hands, but in your heavenly realm. In the name of the one to whom we wave, we pray his prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass together. It is not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power the glory forever. Amen. Our next congregational song, if you're willing and able, let's stand and sing together. Tell me the stories of Jesus.
The scripture lesson comes today from Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, Say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them, for Jesus to sit on. A large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Good morning, church. This is the day. This is a day to make a choice. Today, we remember and commemorate Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. This is a day we remember how he was met with adoration. He was met with love. And he was met with, with joy as a large crowd spread their cloaks and tree branches on the road as they they greeted him. This is the day that marks the beginning of, of Holy Week, the time we remember Jesus's last days of his earthly ministry and his journey to the cross. And this is the day that we too say, Lord, Lord, save us. May we remember the words of Psalm 118. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God. And he has made his light shine on us. With bows in hand, join in festal procession up to the horns of the altar. Now, friends, I'd like you to repeat after me. You are my God, and I will praise you. And repeat after me. You are my God, and I will exalt you. You are my God, and I will exalt you. 
This is the day. This is the day that we give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Friends, what a powerful scene it must have been on that day. Oh, to be there and feel the energy and the excitement of the crowd. Have you ever experienced anything like that? I want you to think for a moment in a time in your life where there was that excitement. I think the closest for me was the time I played my clarinet for the President of the United States. It's a true story. When I was in high school, our marching band was invited to play for the president. I'll let you guess which one. (laughs) Although I'll give you a clue. It was a bush. (laughs) He had scheduled a visit to our town and we had the honor to play hail to the chief for him. You know, as he stepped out on the stage to greet his audience, there were a lot of people there. It was a full house. He greeted his audience, and some were ardent supporters and followers. Some were his critics. Some seemed ambivalent to be there, while others seemed open and curious to hear what he had to say. And if I'm going to be truthful, to be honest, I actually don't remember much, if anything, about his speech that day. (laughs) But... I do remember how I felt. I felt humbled and honored to be in the same room as him. I remember the hush and the silence of the crowd as he began to speak. He held the attention of everyone in the room. I also remember the thunderous applause when he finished his speech. And you know, as a young person, especially as a young person, it was a very powerful experience. It definitely opened my eyes to a world that was beyond myself. Up until that point, I hadn't given much thought about our leaders. I hadn't given much thought about how we, the people, look to them with hope for our nation. You know, I can't help but wonder if that is how the crowd looked to Jesus 
when he entered Jerusalem on that day. Some historians believe that there were more than two and a half million people in the city when Jesus arrived. How did they come to that number, you ask? (laughs) About 30 years after there was an audit done about how many lambs were sacrificed for the Passover. And you see, there was about one lamb for every 10 people. So there were a lot of lambs sacrificed that day. It's pretty significant when you think about the role of Jesus in our lives and what that means for us. You see, it was customary for every adult male who lived within 20 miles of Jerusalem to make this pilgrimage for the Passover. Friends, it was a big crowd. I'm sure there was a mix of people. Some were supporters and followers of Jesus. I mean, by this time in his ministry, crowds seemed to gather everywhere he went. He also had hostile enemies that were plotting against him. I also imagine that there were others that didn't know much about him, but seemed open and curious to learn more about this man they called Jesus. Our scripture lesson from the Gospel of Matthew tells us that he entered the city on a donkey, and on a colt. This was symbolic for royalty. Kings would enter on a donkey during their times of peace. And so Jesus, the prince of peace, Jesus received a royal welcome. This imagery fulfills the messianic prophecy that was in Zechariah, chapter 9, verses nine, verse 9. Brandy read this a little bit ago. Say to the daughter, Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt the foal of a donkey. The original audience reading this would have understood this reference they would have understood this reference to the Messiah. And so when the crowd shouted, Hosanna to the son of David, Hosanna means save us. You see, this was a cry for help. A cry from an oppressed people, a cry for deliverance, a cry for their Messiah, their Savior. And in this cry, they waved branches. The Gospel of John, also known as the Gospel of Love. John is the only gospel that mentions poems by name. 
They were symbolic of national pride. But I think if we take a deeper dive, perhaps they could have another meaning as well. I thought a lot about poems this week as I prepared this message. And my study of scripture brought me back to the Old Testament, all the way back to Leviticus, chapter 23, verse 40. I'll I'll share it with you. On the first day, you are to take branches from luxuriant trees, from palms, willows, and other leafy trees, and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. This passage was in reference to another week-long festival, the Feast of the Tabernacles. During this time, four different types of palms were used, and the plants were woven together to help create temporary booths or shelters to commemorate the time the Israelites lived in the wilderness. This is practice today. Every year around that time, I, I enjoy and just love seeing the posts from one of my dear friends. You see, her husband builds their sukkah in their backyard faithfully every year. The mention of palms leads me to believe that perhaps there is a deeper meaning here. The palms. I was curious, what was the original Hebrew word? Hebrew word is lulav. Lu means to unto. Love means heart. In other words, we give to you our hearts. Was the crowd crying out for help from their Messiah, their Savior? Yes. Were the branches a symbol of national pride? Sure. But I think there's something else here. Given the richness of their tradition and the meaning of the palms used in the, used in the Feast of the Tabernacles, I believe the palm, the branches, I believe that they were symbolic of pouring out their hearts to Jesus. In one description I read, the Lu love was described as a conduit of peace and God's presence from every direction, we gather in and are gathered in. Isn't that beautiful? And so now in our tradition today, this is the day that we remember 
We remember when Jesus entered Jerusalem from the east on a donkey as the Prince of Peace, representing God's presence from every direction. Reminding us that God's kingdom is here now on earth as it is in heaven. Some scholars believe that on the day Jesus of Jesus' procession, there was a second procession as well. The procession of Pilate on a horse. Now this procession was quite different. It was representative of power and of national pride. You see, there were two kingdoms, two very different ways. One represents the way of humility and the way of peace, and the other represents pride and the way of position and power. There were two processions and one very large, diverse crowd. I'm sure there was a mix of people. Some were pouring out their love for Jesus, while others were hostile enemies. The story is bittersweet, because we know that Palm Sunday starts the journey of the cross. I used to struggle with the story because I thought the group that shouted Hosanna and loved Jesus was the same group that rejected him and cried crucify him later in the week. After some study and insights from scholars, I actually don't believe that's true. There were likely some that turned on Jesus because he wasn't the warrior Messiah that they had hoped for. But I also believe that there were devoted followers that continue to love and pour out their hearts to Jesus Do we not see that later in the story with the women? I think there were different groups in the crowd, and they each had a choice, just as we have a choice today. To love or reject. When I was a young person, I had the opportunity to play my clarinet for the president. It definitely opened my eyes to a world that was beyond myself. I looked to our leaders with hope for our nation. Collectively, I think we still do that today. Friends, we ought to be good citizens.
We ought to respect and pray for our leaders and love our country. But as Christians, we must not let national pride and the lure of position and power eclipse the way of humility and peace. Friends, that is the way of Jesus. In the story of Palm Sunday, there are two kingdoms, two very different ways. One reminds us of God's presence from every direction as we gather in and are gathered in to give God our hearts. This is the way of love. This is the way of peace. This is the way of God's kingdom. The other is the way of pride. It's the way of position. It's the way of power. It's the way of the world. But friends, as Christians, we are set apart from the way of the world for the way of love. We recently completed a study about this. <laughs> love is the way. And then during Lent, we were working on our study of reckless love, reminding us of how to put love into action in our lives. And in our Tuesday night Bible study, we have selected the gospel of love. We're studying John. There's a theme here. And so this is the day to make your choice. You know, the diverse groups in the crowd on that day had a choice to love or reject the way of Jesus. And so I ask you, what do you choose? And the family of God said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jen. Four days after that palm parade, Jesus was celebrating the Passover with his friends. They went to the upper room. It was prepared for them. And throughout the meal, if you've ever been to a Seder meal, there's, there's, there's four times that you take bread. And the scholars tell us that probably on the third time, Jesus changed the words a little bit for when he took the bread. And he broke it. He gave thanks. And then he changed the words to the Seder. This is my body shed for you. And during the Seder, there are times that people take the cup and they partake. And here at the end of the meal, Jesus changed the words a little bit again. And he said, take and drink, all of you. This is my blood shed for you. For the forgiveness of sins, do this in my name. All are welcome at this table. 
You do not need to be a member of this church or the Methodist church. All you need is a willingness to come forward and be with the Savior for a moment. We do have a gluten-free option available as well. It is in the red basket. Uh, We will uh, hand you the piece of bread, and we have uh, communion cups with, with grape juice. Usually they're plastic. We ran out of plastic, and I went old school. We went to the glass uh, cups that, that, that were here for, for decades, uh, just sitting in storage. We washed them all uh, for today. I just, I'm telling you this. When you put the, uh, the you know, we put, to put the plastic uh, in, the, in the baskets in the corner here, just, just don't throw them in. Just set them nicely, please, <laughs> is, is why I bring this up. Will those who are helping please come forward? The table is set, and since we have the brass, should we use them during communion? I think so. The table is set. Please come forward. As we come to the offertory, a word of thanks to those who faithfully participate in the giving to this church. Uh, You make this place happen. You make the ministries happen. You make love happen. I invite the editors to come forward and once again, the brass.
and for our doxology. Some of you might remember as a camp song. It's in the hymnal, 572. Pass it on. I'm thinking of camps. If you've got little ones, if you've got grandkids, and you want to consider a camp this summer, uh, give us a call. There's uh, four Methodist camps in the Oregon-Idaho area, and we'd love to have you uh, join us. Ask Nicole or Cassie for more information. But let's sing. Pass it on.
God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. I'm just curious, any April birthdays out there looking for April? See some palms in the air? You have a special table at the coffee hour right across the way here. If this is your first time here, we do have a coffee hour. You're invited. Uh, just join us across the way. Uh, there's cook. I've seen the snacks. They're delicious this week. Uh, go, go check them out. Uh, in April, you have a special table. Thank you to our musicians, our, our Riverside Brass who are here. To the choir, to the folk upstairs who make this happen, and the ushers and greeters and, and Brandy and everybody else, thank you. And to all of you, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. That as we celebrate this day with palms, may we go forward this day in that love, keeping that love parade going. And the family of God said, Amen. 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 Oh.